This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's not easy in this business. You have to portray yourself as if you are perfect because you can't fail to be less than. That is a lot of pressure, especially once you make it in your family. Everyone's depending on you for everything. It ain't easy. You are now listening to the BV Mobile Apps Podcast. The show is designed to help you grow your mobile app audience and get advice from experts in your industry. Now, here's your host, Sean Garvey. Hello everyone, this is The Architect here, Sean Garvey, and welcome to another edition of the BV Mobile Apps Podcast. Now I want you all to stay tuned for more information about our brand, BV Mobile Apps. Right now on the telephone lines, I have an amazing woman who is a member of the Fleet Artists, a division of the Fleet DJs. She is an entrepreneur. She is all things considered amazing. She is a hip-hop artist. She is from Connecticut, which is really interesting because I don't come across too many people from Connecticut. Uh, She also has a movement called the Gotta Love Movement, or actually the Gotta Love Me Movement. And she has her own app, courtesy of BV Mobile Apps. I want you all to please help me welcome T-Quest. T-Quest on the telephone lines. Hey, T-Quest, how's it going? I'm good. How are you, Sean? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to me and to our BV Mobile Apps listeners. I see you have a lot going on. And uh, I see you are also from Connecticut. And like I said, I don't run across too many people from Connecticut. I, I come across a lot of people from Baltimore or New York. You know, I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. Uh, okay. But I, I come across so many people from various places across the country, but not Connecticut. How, how is it like out there in Connecticut? Well, Connecticut is dope because it's my home, but I'm actually out here in South Carolina now. Like, I moved to South Carolina. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's next door to my home state, my hometown, Georgia. So, how did you get the name T Quest? It's such a very unique name. How did you get that name? Um, long story short, it actually just came to me at random 
and I didn't understand it, but for some odd reason, I was just like, T-Quest, that's my nickname, I'm going with it, you know? Mm. Not even about being a music artist, it's just, I just wanted a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and um, over the years, I realized that it means Tara's Journey, and it has definitely been an interesting journey so far. Okay, so you are a hip-hop artist, not only a member of the Fleet Artists, um, but you are also a hip-hop artist. And how? What made you want to become a hip-hop artist? Having a major love for music. I was a very quiet child, and I spoke to people through my music. I actually wanted to be a pop star. <laughs> I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a dancer. And... um I think when it came to high school, towards the end, my when I decided I was going to do music full time, my voice started to like act up a little bit and it got a little raspy and I got a little scared. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? But at the end of the day, I knew I always wanted to be an entertainer. And as long as I was on stage doing some type of music, um, I would be okay. So I ended up turning my lyrics, my song lyrics, into bars <laughs> nice and after that it just kept flowing and flowing and i just grew a major love for hip-hop and the culture and it just expanded <laughs> my horizon when it comes to music as a whole altogether you know it's so refreshing that i have you on the line and i'm talking to a hip-hop artist right now you have a plethora of different female MCs, female rappers um, that are really doing their thing right now. Uh, we can go down the list of women in hip-hop that are doing their thing from Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma. Uh, one of my favorites this year is Rhapsody. I mean, when you talk about bars, Rhapsody got it. Uh, and the list goes on and on. And you are also included in that movement, too. Um, how, how do you feel about the the huge movement of female hip hop MCs that are in the industry right now? I feel that um, it was long overdue. I'm happy um, that it's changing for female MCs. Um, am I a hundred percent proud of? the type of females that are representing us on a mainstream level, not a hundred percent, just being mm. honest, mm. but I'm happy to see more and more come out because I think it's crazy that in every other genre, there can be thousands of male rappers, thousands of singers, <laughs> but for some odd reason, when it comes to female MCs, we're brainwashed to think it's a competition and there could only be one. I'm like, no, there can be many of us. Mm. You showcase your talent. I showcase mine. Let's rock together. Let's get money together. Let's entertain together. Let's tell our stories together. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm happy that it's happening. Now the next step is to add more additional female MCs. But um, I'm hoping for more, a little bit more lyrical and more female MCs to touch on other topics, if that makes sense. Other topics outside of stripping, right? 
<laughs> I, hey, I mean, Jermaine Dupri put it out there in an interview he did recently. So <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was just started speaking. But to be honest, it's true. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people enjoy the type of music that I put out personally. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I touch on a topic that they don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because my, my main um, topic that I'm putting out there more nowadays is love songs. You know? Mm. And um, it's more like flowetry, poetry. You know, it's like seduction. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not in a nasty way. It's in um, a respectable, <laughs> love-making way. Meaning, like, I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If I'm in love, it is okay for me to want to feel a certain way with my partner. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mature love songs, if mm. that makes sense. It makes you perfect know? sense. Mature love heartbreaking songs where it's not just me rapping, but you can feel the hurt when I'm spitting my lyrics. Mm. You know, so you can feel the love when I spit my lyrics. You can feel my emotions in my songs. Right. You you wanted yes. to tell a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is dope. But at the same time, you know I'm grown and I love to dance. And if I have to shake and tell feather, wow, I sounded really old right there. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid and ashamed to drop it down low if I have to. You know what I'm saying? Twerk a little bit. But I would not allow that to be the forefront or what I do, or want to be portrayed in that one small category, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You want to have a balance, exactly. a balance of everything. Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about your association with the Fleet DJs, uh, with Let's you being a Fleet artist, and you are heavily involved in the movement with the DJ crew, how did it help your music career being a member of this conglomerate organization? Well, um, well, like you said, shout out to the um, Worldwide Fleet DJs. Um, it's been incredible because it feels like I hit the jackpot, you know, because you can be an artist, you can write songs, record it, but someone has to play the music. Mm. <laughs> someone has to get it out there on the airways someone has to play it in the clubs so you really can't um you can't forget about the djs they play a major part you know what i'm saying so i am honored to be a part of a coalition where i literally have to just send an email like you got me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying and the best part about it is they're not only playing my music just because I'm a part of the team. They're playing the music because they actually enjoy my music. You know what I'm saying? To the point, they'd be like, we want more. Give us more music. Give us a dance track. Give us another Snixie track. When we have the conferences, they'd be like, T-Quest, are you performing? Not because I'm on a team. It's because they actually enjoy what I do as an artist. And that right there is so rewarding. So I'm like honored to be on the team. I'm honored to be a fleet artist because there's not really many of us. It's like literally maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. So I'm 
honored. And on top of that, you know, life and being in business or being an entrepreneur is all about expanding. And I'm not only just a fleet artist, but I'm a fleet host. You know, I've hosted many of their mixtapes and started doing some radio with a lot of them, as well as I'm a part of the fleet publishing room. Okay. And I um, actually have blogs under Straight Official, which is the magazine on their fleet as well. Nice. And you know what? That segues me into asking you about your podcast. Uh, I am am a podcaster. I know me people who do podcasts. Uh, Uh and, And the podcast arena has helped many artists, DJs, and other talents enhance their brand to a large amount of people by way of social media, the internet, etc. How long have you been a radio personality and what is it actually like to be a radio personality? I started in 2013, so like six years. Okay. You know, and um, it's been great because it allowed me to express myself. It allowed me to have a voice. You know, because like I, like I always tell people, I grew up um, a very quiet child to myself. And I spoke to people through my artistry. But once I got into radio, it was just me. I was my own program director. I was my own DJ. It was just me and the microphone to the people. You know, and people value my opinion because it's not your average. You know, I always look at things from many perspectives. You know, if I give advice about relationships i look at things from a man's perspective and a woman's perspective if i'm giving advice about the music industry i give it from the perspective of an artist or a promoter or a host you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um because i'm not judgmental i look at everything from an even playing field and it's refreshing to people you know to the point that once they see me go live on facebook or once they see me in at a radio station or posting something where they can hear me they're excited cuz they value my opinion they value what i have to say on certain topics from my perspective and it's been great because it allow people to get to know me better you know outside of the music and now make them want to research more that i do mm. so being a podcaster or radio personality has definitely helped me in many ways because now people's like, I love what I'm hearing. I want to hear more. And that's what it's all about. It's all about growing, elevating, increasing and everything that you do. Mm. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what we would do if we didn't have the internet, if we didn't have a way to podcast ourselves. Um, you know, I came, I came in the industry Years, years ago, I, I'm I'm saying it like I'm old, like I'm 60, 70 years old. Um, but I, I I went into terrestrial radio first, and from then on, I just studied the craft of radio from FM, working at FM stations and working at AM stations, uh-huh. and then the podcast came later. Um, so, like, what is your advice to those that want to start a podcast? Uh, you've been doing it for a while, since 2013, as a radio personality. Or actually, let me rephrase the question. Uh, what does it take to be a radio personality and a podcaster? We have so many people that want to get in, that still want to go 
into this business, wanting to be the next on-air personality, the next on-air star? What does it take to be a radio personality and a podcaster? I think the best advice I can give is the word that's actually in the title. You have to have personality. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You have to um, have something that the people want to hear. It's just like a lot of people can't hold a conversation. You know what I'm saying? And if you're on the airwaves, if you don't have anything someone wants to hear, then you don't have any listeners, which means you don't have a show. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people, don't just do it because you think you can. Like, it's a science to it, just like any other profession, and it should be taken seriously. If you have a strong opinion about something, you want to address it, definitely take advantage of the free platform. Right. Speak your mind. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, all of it, at the end of the day, is still a business because the objective is to have people wanting and desiring to tune in. So you have to give them something to tune into. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I 100% agree. You got to have personality. I just can't see myself as a radio broadcaster, a radio podcaster and a listener listening to somebody talk and there's no personality it's like a cat screaming (laughs) you know it's it's i i know that's a crazy analogy but i just can't see myself listening to a, a a radio show um and there's no personality you know i don't even embrace um talk shows or um, people talking on the radio until after I became one, you know, before I'm like, okay, that's enough talk. I just play the music. (laughs) But now I'm just like, no, forget the music. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Like I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? It allowed me to have um, a bigger ear to the waves. Mm. I'm listening. So please say something that I actually want to listen to. Right. Right. Everybody got something to talk about, especially in today's climate, whether it's politics, whether it's social awareness, relationships, the culture. Everybody got something to talk about. So thank Uh goodness we have this avenue podcast and online radio to be able to use those platforms and express our perspectives on various things happening around the world. So I'm grateful. Uh We all are grateful for that. For those who are just tuning in to the BV Mobile Apps podcast with Sean Garvey, I am talking to special guest T-Quest on the telephone line. She is a member of the Fleet Artists, a division of the Fleet DJs. She's a hip-hop artist, radio personality, podcaster, and she's also the CEO of the Gotta Love Me movement. Let's talk about that really quick. The Gotta Love Me movement, what is that all about? Well, first, you called me CEO made me feel even bigger than what I am. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) In that moment, I just see myself um, in this billion dollar um, office with all my (laughs) employees and clientele. And that is just super dope. So thank you, because technically that is my title. Mm -hmm. But the vision that just popped in my head was just beautiful. So I'm going to receive that. Receive Um, (laughs) it. Go ahead and receive that. Gotta Love Me is not just my slogan, it's my brand, it's my lifestyle, it's my everything. 
you know what I mean? And um, it's just my world. Like, my website is called God Love Me World. It's my world where it just showcases everything that I do. As a music artist, you can um, hear my songs on there. I have a clothing line, the GLM collection. Um, I have a cosmetic line. I am starting off with um, natural lip glosses. You know, um, no artificial ingredients, straight natural. Comes with an LED light, um, a mirror, automatically attached in the design. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? So when you're trying to put it on at nighttime, like, you don't need nothing else. Everything's right there in the pack. Mm. And um, it also showcases, like, my poetry and my writing. Like I told you, I have my my blog, The Quest Chronicles, that is a division of... um, straight official magazine and a new blog i'm going to start called um beneath the surface you know which is pretty much me interviewing people but i'm going to be asking them questions that the average person is not going to ask you like if i hear you sing a song about um god forbid like some someone's mother dying right Mm -hmm. and if i know the backstory i'm going to ask you no i want to know what was that pain you felt in that moment when you found out your mother just took her life in the kitchen after cooking dinner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's going to be some deep questions, but I want to know this. I want to put it out there because a lot of people is always talking. A lot of people always trying to be deep. I want to get those stories that are really going to touch people. Like, you know what? I felt that because I've been through that and I experienced that. And it's shocking or comforting to know that someone else feels how I feel, Mm. you know? So, um, <laughs> has my writing, of course it has pictures and then like videos. It's just showing everyone my whole entire world, you know, and it's not just me. It's all the businesses that I'm connected to. And as well, I have a choreographer, um, of the dance division, just move studios. I have the producers that I work with as well. Like, um, DJ Wedding Wiz, the solutions, Selby's productions. And I also have, um, a traveling division with um, Witty's Escapes, who was our travel agency. You know, okay. everything you need when it comes to um, the entertainment industry or in business in general. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, we want to go on tour. When you go on tour, you're going to need a choreographer because you're supposed to put on a great performance. Right. As an artist, before you can go on tour, you have to have songs. You have to have producers to create that magic with you. And if you're going to go on tour, how are you going to get there? You have to have traveling accommodations. So I try to have like a one-stop shop for people to help them. But it's still that same place to allow people to connect with me personally. Mm. Now, that's a movement. Yeah, that is definitely a movement. And in listening to you talking about how you talk to people and you engage with them as they share their testimonial stories with you, it sounds to me like you've written scripts for film and television. Or, or is that is that something you want to pursue moving forward? You know, it's it's funny you say that because um, I've been hearing all this stuff since I was a child. It was like there's something about that young girl that she's going to be huge. She's going to be major. And I tell people, I understand that I've been blessed with so many gifts, you know, and I want to share with the world, but it's one step at a time. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. But yes, on my vision board, it's a lot of things beyond music. You know, I am actually on the vision board. I have screenplays that I do want to write. 
you know, I already have like of the blueprint for them in movies. I want to write from major films to short films. And mm. I'm already in the process of writing a couple of books as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. On my life, I'm finishing up a relationship book, which is pretty much called Situationships. And mm. it, it describes the situations that I've been in and why they never made it through relationship status. Whether it was something on my end or the guy's end or it just wasn't meant to be. And they all have assessments at the end. And a lot of these situations are situations that a lot of people have been through, you know, wow. and touch okay. on emotions that some people are afraid to feel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like most people like, oh, I'm so hurt. I can't believe he did this to me and crying ourselves to sleep every night. And sometimes... The person we're upset at that made up upset didn't realize that they even hurt you because a lot of people are naive. Mm. And, you know, and I've had the privilege of talking to someone like, I didn't know I hurt you. And that's always explains to you communication is key. But that's a whole nother story. I have a lot of stuff going on that we can be on here forever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, all of that is in the future. We're trying to just plan it accordingly. Once again, so I'm not overwhelmed, but it's definitely on the vision board. And my grandmother even said, like, you know, Tyler Perry is a retiring Medea. That's a sign for you to step in with your own character. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't worry. That's no pressure at all. Like, uh. thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to ask you real quick because we're running yeah. out of time. Um mm-hmm. Back to you being a hip-hop artist, I know you be on the grind, giving out your music to the people. How do you go about promoting your music whenever you attend conferences? You know, nowadays we are in the digital age, the digital era now. People don't really give out CDs anymore or, or receive them. How do you go about promoting your music? You know what, to be honest, I'm very sad about that. You know, and I was speaking about that recently. I tell people, like, I miss the era, which wasn't even that long ago, where we can have music on a CD and we get the money instantly. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that long ago when I dropped my Lost and Love EP and I had um, CDs printed up and I was selling them right. and making the money right then and there. Selling them, making the money right then and there. But now it's to the point, I'm just like making hardly anything because it's based off streams you know and i'm like you need like a billion streams just to make a dollar and that is so sad you know especially if you're on a level you don't have that many followers like the mainstream artists Mm -hmm. so what i just do is i sell myself more than i sell my music but let me tell you why when i just give people me they fall, they fall in love with me, my personality, my energy. And then that wants to um, give them the um, the go to figure out or want to go search more about me. And that's when they be like, oh, you're a music artist too? I'm like, yeah. Oh, where can I check you out? I'm like, well, you already know how it go on all streaming platforms. You know, try to listen to it a billion times so I can, you know, buy myself a sandwich. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's craziness, and I tell people I'm in a position where I feel like it's a gift and a curse with me um, working so hard to be connected to a lot of heavy hitters like the DJs, 
But at the end of the day, once I write the song, buy the beat, <laughs> pay for studio time, pay for mixing, pay for mastering, just for this one single, pay for promo, artwork, and all that stuff, and pay for it to be on a platform, how long is it going to take me to make that money back? You know, and they're like, well, you know, all the DJs. I'm like, yes, but guess what? Mm. Those DJs is not paying for my music. Mm. I give them the music for free, which means I'm still not making no money. And that's why I tell people when it comes to music 101, you may be a music artist and you're putting that music out there, but you got to be smart. Stop thinking social media, social media. You got to think with a business mindset. What are other ways to make money in this business? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't give the music to the DJs, but my stuff is registered. My stuff is encoded. And I'm talking to more DJs that's on syndicated radio where I get my credit and my coinage, then come up with the merchandise to have at my shows so I can sell to make money that way as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then my new thing is once my project comes out, I'm putting it all on flash drives and selling them as if they were CDs. That's I'm going to find ways to make my money yeah. because it took a lot of money to produce the project. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always go back to don't forget this is a business. Yeah. You know, and that's what the average artist, especially nowadays, is forgetting. And I'm not going to forget that this is a business. Why? Because this is my bread and butter. Mm. I ain't gonna be out here starving. Of course, gotta eat. So I'm gonna go get my food. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, is that the way that a lot of aspiring artists and new artists need to take that route into the to, to make the money that they need to make to survive in this industry? Is that is that the route you suggest to a lot of aspiring artists? Or is there another route that artists can take to survive in this digital music era? I mean, well, a lot of the, well, more of the newer um, artists is growing up in this whole tech world. So they already figured out the science behind having a lot of followers on all these platforms like SoundCloud, YouTube and all that stuff. And there's ways of making money off of that that they have so many followers that no matter what they put up, as long as they click it, they make money. So that's another way of doing it for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, but me personally, I get more money from my gigs. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of new artists be like, um, yo, I'm hot. I got this and that. I'm not paying to be in no showcase. I should get paid. I'm like, you didn't earn it yet. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You have not earned that. And I'm like, I've worked hard to get to where I'm at. I've worked hard to get paid gigs. But at the same time, I'm very humble and don't think I'm better than a free show neither. You know what I'm saying? But I always tell them, you can make your music. But if you have a real passion for this and you really want it to be a real career, you cannot forget that it is still a business. And some of them are bigger than what they really are, and they have to humble themselves. Right. Saying, but because, uh -huh. like I told you before, like I always give shout outs to all my DJs because a lot of artists nowadays feel like they don't need them. I'm like, someone has to play your music. Mm -hmm. Someone has to keep it in rotation. Someone has to play it in the club. Someone has to play it on the radio. 
you can put it online, but in a lot of cases, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now they're making it hard enough for us to make money, so you have to find other ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I can't stress that enough. Right. It's a business. It's fun, especially when you have a love for it. And I love what I do, and I love the music industry. I do. It makes me happy. It's my life. It's my world. But at the same time, it is a business that has to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wanted to... Um comment on that and i'm sorry gerald we're gonna have to go over we usually do (laughs) 30 (laughs) minutes we usually do uh 30 minutes or close to 30 minutes of the bb mobile apps podcast and this is the bb mobile apps podcast with sean garvey and i'm on the phone lines with t quest from the fleet djs and uh, my comment to your assessment is that i want to piggyback what you said a few moments ago where you said that you missed the days of artists going out passing CDs and they make a buck or they make mm-hmm. the money, right? Yes. From from what I'm hearing is like it's similar to the artists that have went through the rigmarole of being signed to a label, to a record label, and uh-huh. they go out, they do recordings they spend the money on well no 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 they get the advancement right they get the advance Uh Uh and then they go in they record the music for the labels and they go touring and they go out and sell albums and and etc and they don't make the money that they make they got to pay all that money back they got to pay all that money back to the labels, to the music video directors, to the songwriters, to everybody that's contributing to their work. And, I mean, we've seen it play out for years, for decades, from TLC uh, to even present day with what De La Soul is going through right now with Tommy Boy and how Tommy Boy did De La Soul wrong. You know, and they've been in the game for years. Um, so it, it sounds similar to what you're saying now as far as how artists have went from, like yourself, selling CDs to people. And now with this digital era that we're in, artists are not making the money that they used to make when they were selling CDs. It's like now with streaming and and all the mechanics that come along with it, you, uh, you're not you're not making the money unless, like you said, unless you're doing gigs. Absolutely, and it's funny because with outsiders looking in, they just can't understand. I don't understand how you're signed, and you just said third, but you still ain't making no money, and you're still broke. I said, and let me tell you why. Because at the end of the day, it is still. A business. That's the same thing as you working a 40 hour job a week, making good money, but at the end of the day, you still have responsibilities. You still have to pay your bills. You still have to put food on the table. You still gotta um put gas in your tank. Once you take care of your responsibilities, at the end of the day, ain't much left of your check. And that's the same thing in the music industry. You may get an advancement, but that money is for what? Your music, your production, your studio time, your promotion, your wardrobe, 
your food, your travel. So once you take care of your responsibilities, that advancement ain't nothing left. And after that, after you pay everybody who helped you put out that project, there's nothing left. You know, and that's one thing they didn't tell artists back then that, yes, you here's your check, but you got to take that check to pay all of us, too. And in the end, you ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's very scary. And that's what I always tell people. You have to learn the business because it would eat you alive. And that's something that happened to me as well. Because I came into this business with a talent, determination, money, but I didn't have no guidance. I had nobody to show me what I was supposed to do or anything. And it ate me alive. It took all the money that I had you know what I'm saying? And I'm just stuck here like, what just happened to life? Right. And everybody that came into my life, like, oh, I do music, or I'm a producer, I'm an A&R, I'm listening to them and thinking they're not going to steer me wrong. And the whole case, I got played every single time. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm at that point, I tell people, I'm okay with starting over because now that I know the business, I can do it the right way, but I didn't allow it to break me. And I did not quit. Why? Because I wasn't doing it for the money to begin with. I did it because I have a love for music. I have a story, many stories to tell the people. So I didn't allow it to break me. And that's why I tell you, that's the reason why I came up with the God Love You movement and why I do podcasting and radio and do these showcases for the artists. It's really not to make a coin. It's for me to help you and guide you as much as I can so you don't have to go through what, what I went through. Because no one should have to experience that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I, I can definitely relate, you know, um, j- not in the music industry, uh, even though I we are in the entertainment industry. I'm in the radio industry. So uh-huh. I've, I've been through the same situations that a musical artist has went through in the on the music side of the industry. My advice to anybody, especially those that are listening to the BV Mobile Apps podcast, if you're an artist, don't matter what kind of artist you are, you're a hip hop artist or an R&B artist, jazz, gospel artist, uh, or even a, a country rap artist like a little Nas X, <laughs> you know, um, go independent, um, go independent and be in control of your cre- creativity as much as possible. And if you are looking to get signed to a major label, because we still have some major labels that are out there. If you are going to be signed to a major label, read your contract or get an attorney to go over it with you. So you know what you are signing up for. So that's one of the advices that I can share to a music artist what about you let's say you what other advice can you give to um, musical artists out there aspiring artists i would just tell them please have a passion for what you do and don't just do it for entertainment for giggles and attention and think you you're going to make a quick buck because the music industry even though it's still a business it's one of those special businesses because music is um, our outlet. Because a lot of us are like, oh, music artists are all weird, they're all different. You're like, you're right. Because we all been through things that we didn't know how to express ourselves. So we did it through our music. It's our therapy. 
So I feel it shouldn't be taken as a joke, you know, and that's why a lot of people feel salty when it comes to certain artists out here that's getting on like it ain't nothing, getting signed, not really that talented lyrically, you know what I'm saying, but they're still out here getting what we worked hard for for years and never got a chance or experience um, the limelight like they are in 2.2 seconds. You know, it still makes no sense to me that there's so many gifted and talented singers, songwriters, dancers, and artists and rappers out there, but they're not mainstream. Mm. There's an awkward, uncomfortable disconnect. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, I just like, if you have a passion for it, run with it. If you have a story to tell, tell your story. But at the same time, do not forget that it is a business. And remember to be humble. You know what I'm saying? And be that's humble. the problem. Don't get too big-headed. Don't get too Hollywood. Don't think you know so much because you will play yourself in the end. This is not built for everybody. Everyone can't handle it. I literally had a conversation this morning with some people, and they were so shocked that a lot of celebrities are the ones who have anxiety attacks and nervous breakdowns. I said, because you looking at it from an outsider's perspective, it's not easy in this business. You have to portray yourself as if you are perfect because you can't fail to be less than. That is a lot of pressure, especially once you make it in your family. Everyone's depending on you for everything. It ain't easy. And then they're so vicious that it's cutthroat and they're heartless. So you got to have tough and thick skin if you're really trying to do this for real. They will eat you alive. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like playing chess. And that ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even play chess. I literally don't. <laughs> I'm not a chess player. I mean, I'm a chess player when it comes to life, but I don't really sit down and play chess like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I definitely get what you're saying, though. It's, woo. I, I mean, you spilled a lot of valuable information out there that people need to take heed of. Now, let's go ahead and move forward to your app. We got to talk about your app, right? Yeah. This is BB. <laughs> I know, I know. We we had a moment earlier. We had a moment just a few moments ago, but it was definitely needed. Um, T-Quest on the telephone lines right here on the BV Mobile Apps Podcast with Sean Garvey. Um, you have an app courtesy of BV Mobile Apps. Shout-outs to the guys um, behind BV Mobile Apps, Gerald and Marshall. Let's talk about your app and how you go about promoting your music from the app. Let's talk about that. Okay, so um, as you know, you personally. <laughs> um, Marsha and Gerald comes to all the DJs conferences, always promoting and um, talk to people about the importance of having your own app as a DJ, producer, model, radio personality, and artist and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was actually there my first conference a few years ago. I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I have a website. I don't need an app to. And just one more thing I have to worry about and deal with. It's, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, well, at the end of the day, you have to keep up with technology. You have to keep up with current, you know. And if I'm like, you know what, I'm going to invest and give me an app and see what's up. And I am so happy that I did it because even though I still have my website, there's nothing like having an app. It's more convenient. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel like I'm on 
a higher level because it gives people an even more intimate insight of what I do as an artist. Like as soon as you get on there, not just an artist, let me correct that, as an entertainer and entrepreneur, because I use it for more than just my music. You know, my homepage is my Quest Chronicles, which is my weekly blog. And people love um, my writing and seeing things from my perspective. Then, of course, I have the um, privilege of having the DJ's radio station playing 24-7 on my app for the music lovers out there. And then I have access to having my SoundCloud with all my music up there so people can hear my music. And every time I put a new song, it automatically goes on my app, which is very convenient. You know what I'm saying? And then it attached to it is my YouTube. So once I put a video up, it automatically goes on my app. And then once I do a podcast and put the RSS feed through the the editing portion, it automatically goes on my app. It's kind of like social media, but it's for my own business and my own talent. Mm -hmm. And it's very convenient and I love it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, as long as I keep pushing my app on social media for my people to download, every time I go somewhere, if I'm at a performance, you know, I can tell them my social media handle. But what makes it even easier, I'm just like, people go into your Google Play Store, go into your App Store, type in T-Quest, download that app for free, and then you have access to everything that I do. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to, like, wait, what was that at sign, underscore, backslash, one, two, three? Like, you don't have to do any of that because it makes it so convenient that it's a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like, I love it. And for the fact that I'm in the Google Play Store on the App Store, I'm dope. <laughs> <laughs> on and popping. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. can't talk nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the app is available everywhere. People can yes. go download it, listen to your latest music. Like, like, what's the song? What's the first song that people, when they go to your app and they click on it, what's the first song that people are going to hear? The first song they will hear is a teaser of the single that I put out called "Indulge," produced by. Um, Red Wing Wins, The Solution. Okay, shout you know, out. That's the single I'm pushing right now. So um, I give them teasers on the app of the songs that I'm actually, well, used to be selling, but now you just stream it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. yeah, so the ones that's actually on the streaming platforms, when it comes to my app, I only put the snippets up there for them like, ooh, I like this. Uh, I want to hear more, which means that's when they go out to the um, platforms to actually hear the full songs. Dope. So get a song indulge. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. And uh, it's available everywhere. So I definitely want to encourage people to go out and download T-Quest app. It is available everywhere. You're definitely going to like it. You're going to love the material that T-Quest oh, has in store. And it's love songs. It's love songs. It's songs about love making. It's songs about heartbreaking. It's songs about <laughs> overcoming those heartbreaks. It's it's a yeah. variety. <laughs> but don't worry. Um, we I actually have some songs in the works that you know more fun stuff, some dance songs and silly stuff. Mm. You know, but at the same time, there's nothing like love. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna we're gonna change your name from T Quest to T Love in a minute. 
Watch. I love um, talking about it, all aspects of it. Right. Happy to sad to confusing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to talk about it more and we need to spread it more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk oh, yeah. all about smiles, not frowns. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we let you go, social media tips we got to talk about that uh we talked about us being in the digital world right now where everything is streaming and people are huge digital consumers especially when it comes to music i'm online all the time i'm listening to music whether i'm on amazon youtube other available services that are out there but uh-huh. what are your social media tips for marketing your own music? <laughs> um, I used to be a firm believer of not harassing the people that follow you, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would never want to be one of those artists that post my link 24-7 on all my social media nonstop. But then I realized, once again, there's an algorithm and a science to everything. I don't have to harass the people who follow me so they're not annoyed, but it's still my job to put it out there regularly. Why? Because people are on social media and on different sites at um, different times, you know? So, you know, you can put something out there and they're like, oh, I didn't even know about it. Oh, I've been posting it forever, but you got to realize everything is a science to it. Yeah. Everyone does not see all your posts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't come up on everyone's timeline. You know, I can be posted by the same thing a hundred times, and then I can personally talk to someone. It's like, oh, I didn't even know about it. I've never seen it. You know? So I'm like, don't be annoying, but remember to stay consistent with it. And my new thing is I have personal connection with people as much as I can until it came to the point that I really can't. But I actually talk to you. I'm the person to encourage people to slide in DMs, not in a perverted way. But, you know, you have to build those friendships and relationships with people. So when you actually have something to put out, they're like, of course, I'll go check it out. Of course, I'll go download. Of course, I'll go purchase. I got you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Building personal relationships is everything. But at the same time, when you come to social media, don't take the time always scrolling and looking at nonsense, take advantage of your time on social media, especially if you have businesses and you're trying to grow it to the next level. And technology is everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Take advantage of hashtags. Hashtags, facts. Hashtag T-Quest app. Hashtag download that for free. Hashtag get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I agree. I agree to that also. All right. So, T-Quest, we got to wrap this up. I know. I know. <laughs> but that even though the interview was supposed to only be 20, 25 minutes, I knew uh-huh. that once you tap into the quest effect, which I call it, and it is real, that uh-huh. it was going to be longer than expected. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we do a service. <laughs> we provide a service to those listening that they get a, a lot of valuable information um, by what we're conveying because we want to help artists. We want to help artists get to the next level in their career. We don't want I them want to just be... to the help. Say that one more time. We want to help the ones that are actually open to the help. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. That's a what it's about. A lot of people always complaining about that new generation, how they think they know so much and do everything wrong. Well, if they don't have proper guidance, whose fault is it? Them or the village? Mm. You know? Right. They only emulate what they see. If we're not there to teach them, we're, we're rather, a lot of people nowadays rather criticize them or make them feel bad for not knowing instead of realizing it's a, a little cry for help. I'm asking you to help me. So don't criticize me. Just help me. If I'm asking you a question, just answer it. Don't yell at me because I don't know the answer, especially when I'm coming to you for it. Mm. Don't shut them out. Be there for them. Mm. We need more leaders. We need more people guiding properly. Because it's we live in a society of trending. They're following everything. Let's give them the right things to follow. Mm-hmm. Right now, well, now I can see why they call you T Quest. You on a you want you on a quest for knowledge. <laughs> you want people to be on a quest for knowledge too. You know hashtag that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so T Quest, where can people follow you at on social media? You can follow me on my T Quest mobile app. <laughs> You know, because all my social media is on there, or of course on any social platform at Tquest GLM, all letters Tquest GLM GLM, standing for Gotta Love Me. <laughs> <laughs> gotta Love Me and the Gotta Love Me movement. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. <laughs> And people, of course, can check out your podcast and your radio show on the app. Of course, it's exclusively mm-hmm. available on the app. So definitely check it out. And oh, what's the name of your podcast, by the way? What's the name of your podcast slash radio show? <laughs> the T-Quest Show. <laughs> okay. Keeping it simple. I love it. T-Quest Show and my blog is The Quest Chronicles. Love it. <laughs> love it. Check out The Quest Chron- Chronicles. And the T-Quest show. All right. Well, T-Quest, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And much, much success to you and your future endeavors from film, television, radio, other things that you got going on in the works. So much success to you. And thank you for being a part of the BV Mobile Apps family. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sean Garvey with T-Quest on the BV Mobile Apps podcast. I want you all to follow me on all your social media at Sean Garvey on Facebook and on Twitter, Instagram at Sean Garvey ATL. If you have any questions, concerns, feedback or more, you can send us an email to podcast at bvmobileapps.com. Send all your feedback, questions, concerns and let us know what you think about the podcast by sending an email to podcast at bvmobileapps.com. That's podcast at bvmobileapps.com. Thank you to Jared Oliveri and Marshall Lyons for this extended version of the BV Mobile Apps podcast. It's a new year. It's a new day. We're starting it over. Starting the day. Thank you for listening to the BV Mobile Apps Podcast with your host, Sean Garvey. For more information about BV Mobile Apps, visit the, the website, bvmobileapps.com. Don't forget to follow BV Mobile Apps on social media at BV Mobile Apps. Tune in again next time on the BV Mobile Apps Podcast.